Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Varel, coast to coast. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday, hour number two here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us, Carver High and Cam Stewart in for Scotty today. Finals in Qatar, Group C, Argentina, and Poland, Cam, will be the two that advance into the knockout round. That uh, was fun. Now, that is what it, I wish it was like with every group, Cam, as they come down the stretch in the final 45 yep. minutes. All sorts of craziness. Who's going to be going where? Who's going to finish in one slot? Uh, we got ourselves some good fun that last hour with those two matches. We sure did. And the thing is, it's crazy that they ended that way. Like, I just watched the Argentinian-Poland match. Like, I got to hand it to Poland, though. These guys, they got very lucky, though, too. Header off the line there, a couple misses. Like, the Argentinians yeah. were coming at them hard. They wanted, it's like they wanted to knock these guys out badly today. It's kind of interesting when they get that lead. It's just like they just kept on coming, Carver. And you talked about it with Mexico. They could have won that game 6-1, to one, unfortunately. Thank God it didn't come down to fair play. And, and cards, that's a bad way to decide things. So uh, the late Saudi goal is kind of, I guess, a good thing. Now, that was, we might get the similar situation tomorrow, Cam, because uh, that late window of games is that Costa Rica, Germany, Japan, Spain group, where uh -huh. similar situation as to this one, everybody is still involved. Everybody can advance. Everybody can right. miss. So uh, we might have ourselves some more fun with that. Uh, tomorrow here later on we will talk about tomorrow's matches uh, I will tell you that that sets up four matches are now solidified for the knockout stage we already knew Netherlands and USA England and Senegal Argentina will play Australia Saturday 2 p.m. Eastern in the knockout round France will play Poland on Sunday 10 a.m. Eastern in the first game knockout round there uh so there you go cam uh poland they get through but now they get to play france and argentina gets through after the opening loss and they get the socceroos uh of australia i think that how about the short turnaround cam i know they do this all the time in their club mm -hmm. seasons they'll play on a saturday or sunday play a tuesday or a wednesday game but argentina and australia playing today on a wednesday have to turn around now and play saturday in a knockout for Argentina, Cam, older team, Messi, other guys on that team been around a Good while. Call. That's tricky for them. 
It is. And I'll tell you one thing with Argentina, that's a team that's won. Basically, Carver, it's a skilled team against a team that wants to turn into a dirty street fight. Sharp elbows, little cheap shots and stuff like that. That's the way Argentina wants to play. They want to play like a bunch of goons in hockey and slow these guys down, these old guys. So should be interesting. Feel bad, though. That America-Dutch game is interesting. And now look at Argentina's path, though. They should be able to take care of business. For all the people that have shoes on them, it looks a hell of a lot better now. Uh, Their road right now to the last four, uh, they're they're favorites, man. I know that they're one of the two or three favorites anyway, but taking on Australia, who was a surprise to get into the knockout round, potentially the United States or the Dutch. And the Dutch, look, they're one of the 10, 12 best teams in the world as well. But they're not what they used to be. Uh, and I think that that would be a favorable draw for Argentina uh, if they could ever get there. All right, Cam, a couple of other things in the NFL before we move on to some other stuff. We heard from Hackett before. I saw the same story. You said to me in a break, did you see this story about <laughs> Russell Wilson today? All right, we, now look, oh, we shouldn't be laughing. I don't know. This was like straight out of like the Costner movie Draft Day. Remember that with the kid Bo Callahan and they, yeah. nobody went to his birthday party and that's why Costner didn't draft him. Russell Wilson had a birthday party yesterday that Ciara threw for him and apparently like only half the team showed up. Now, remember the guy <laughs> was yelling at him on the sideline on Sunday. Yes. I don't know, Cam. Right. I mean, this is this is this like, does this matter or is this like we're starting to, are we starting to pile on Russ too much uh, now by getting involved we... with guys not showing up at his birthday party? We probably are, but you know what I mean, Carver? It's one of those things, and who's to say that guys aren't busy and stuff and just don't go to a grown man's birthday party anyway, but it's just a bad look. Right. You got offensive linemen that are sick and tired of his slogans. You got he can't even choke down a sub on a Subway commercial. Like, the whole veneer of Russell Wilson has changed. He's gone from this great guy that was just a little bit different to basically an absolute phony that nobody likes or trusts. It's a shame. Like, his star has fallen, like, when he when when he was drafted by Seattle, look, and the years he gave, it was he was amazing, Carver. Now look, it's like it's wild. Like you can say what you want about Tom Brady, whatever you still respect him. The guys out there taking licks, getting beat down, and me and you like it when he loses. But now I'm looking at a guy that went from top of the food chain to basically a dog. It's unbelievable. It's not good. And now you got to go on the road to Baltimore, an angry team that lost to Jacksonville. Not a good look. Uh, it is not a good look, and they are going on the road to Baltimore. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates, by the way, for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High Camp Stewart in for Scotty, Sirius XM 159, Sports Map, Sports Byline. Good to have everybody with us here today. Uh, Broncos in Baltimore coming up this week. Uh, I saw that get to, did that creep to eight now, Cam, uh, that line with those two teams? Let me just punch that up fast. Like eight, As I lost the computer in here. There it is on the screen for you. Eight uh, is where the, the number is sitting at Cam. Interesting. I gotta tell I got I gotta tell you, man, like I want to take Denver with the points. I can't. I'm seeing eight and a half here now, Carver. Like, this is unbelievable. Yes, but you know what? How do I bet Denver? How how do I bet Denver? These guys they can't get it done at home on the road against an angry Baltimore team. This could get ugly quick. Uh, it absolutely could. Frell Coast to Coast, Carver High Cam in for Scotty. We keep rolling on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. 
You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.mx slash you know. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all-new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And we're back for El Coast to Coast Wednesday, Carver High, Cam Stewart in for Scotty, Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us later this hour. We've got Lion Share. It's NFL Futures Wednesday on the Lion Share. We'll go through all of that. We also have Tim Graham from The Athletic in Buffalo as we get ready for Bills and Pats tomorrow night. Now, Cam, let's run through tomorrow uh, in Qatar for the World Cup. We have groups E and F as they are playing their final uh, matches of the group stage. 10 a.m. East kick for us. Uh, Canada and Morocco will start there. Uh, unfortunately, Canada already eliminated. They cannot progress, uh, but they could still cause some problems from Morocco and try to go out with a little bit of pride, Cam, maybe get themselves a World Cup victory uh, here, plus 250 for Canada, plus 110 for Morocco, plus 230 for the draw. You know what that line tells me, Cam? Canada's mm-hmm. live tomorrow. That's what that line tells me. Canada very live in this match. Here's the thing. Uh, I'm going to be realistic with this team. Like, they should have beat Belgium. The Croatians murdered them in the second half. That's call it out for what it is. But, Carver, this is the last game. They've been eliminated. What do you got to lose? This is the attitude now. Right. What do you got to lose? Go out, be aggressive. Davies, attack. Know what? The over two and a half is plus money. I hope Canada just goes out there and wants to say, you know what? Screw defense. Let's just go nuts and try to get a point here. I think the draw is live, and I think, yeah, Canada might get there. It's draw or Canada. I'm not betting on Morocco. I think they could get a draw. They want to get a point, too, just to salvage something in this uh, World Cup. They got their first goal as a country, maybe their first point. So, you know, I'm, I'm looking at draw or Canada. Over. Uh, yeah, look, uh, you don't want to you don't want to go home with the bagel, Cam. Uh, you don't. Nope. And, and I think that in the second half, uh, even though they're out, I'm with you. I think they're going to push and try to score. They want to try to get some sort of a result here. And Morocco very much in the mix for what's going to go on in this group. Croatia leads and Morocco both with four points. They would both go through right now. Belgium has the three. Belgium plays Croatia in the other match. Belgium, plus 170. Croatia now, plus 165. As that switched a little bit from our board, the draw is plus 220. Very simple for Belgium, Cam, who one of the 
you know, I'm not going to say favorites because they moved down the list a little bit from the last World Cup and the last Euro Championship. Uh, you even had Kevin De Bruyne say he didn't think that they were good enough, or shall I say young enough, to win the World Cup. But they're like the USA yesterday. They need a win, and they advance. It is very simple for Belgium. A win gets them through. I'm going to tell you, they've been one of the biggest disappointments in the tournament. Belgium's, they, they, they looked awful. De Bruyne is like their only guy. Like I, and they score like one on one goal against Canada, Carver, and it was very like the guy finished, but Canada actually took it to them. Yeah. Croatia's a better football team than Belgium, in my opinion. Their final four team in World Cups past, I think they're just, they're tough. Like, I, I know Belgium needs this win. They could talk about world rankings and whatever. It's Croatia or draw. I, 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 think, I think Croatia's better. I don't think Belgium deserves to advance. We'll see how they play tomorrow, but their first two games, they've looked awful. And this has the feel, Cam, of a big-time team that's just going to flame out in the group stage at the World Cup. Mm -hmm. There's usually one, sometimes two, every single time, and Belgium looks like that team. I saw stories this morning of, like, all the players hate each other. Like, there's like they're, like, in little groups. Uh, like, yeah. they filtered out throughout the team where these two or three guys don't talk to anybody else, and then these two or three guys don't talk to anybody else. So there's yeah, clearly cool. some fractures with that Belgium team. Croatia, who went, uh, of course, to the finals in Russia last time, they're a tight-knit group. I expect them uh, to be able to capitalize on Great. all of that. I believe we have the numbers for to qualify out of that group. I think it's going to be Croatia, absolutely. And even if Canada can fight that draw, I think Morocco will be the other team to go through. Morocco minus 1,600, Cam. They are the favorites to qualify with Croatia minus 350, Belgium plus 140 uh, there. But maybe Canada could throw a little wrench into that if they could beat Morocco. The thing is, you'd think Belgium is the value, but I don't. And the thing is, Canada's going to be aggressive. And But the one thing is, Carver, I'm a realist. Just because I'm the prime minister, my country does have issues on the back end. You know, we might have a couple guys who, could, you know, our forwards are fast, we're athletic, but our defense and goaltending, we're raw. Just giving you the facts. Morocco's going to get a few. The old, I'm going to play the over in that game and hope for the best, buddy. Hope it turns into a track meet. There you go. Uh, Group E in the 2 o'clock Eastern slot, both of the games tomorrow. Let's start, Cam, with the Costa Rica-Germany uh, matchup. So Costa Rica and Germany will face off. Germany minus 1,000 now, up from the minus 900 we saw earlier, plus 25 hundred for costa rica the draw is at 10 to 1 germany currently sit cam with one point at the bottom of that group a win coupled with a japan loss and germany can get themselves into the round of 16 i've got a feeling cam they know the situation now costa rica had uh the surprise win over japan last time out so they're very mm -hmm. much in the mix but i just have a feeling like the way you saw Spain's big players just completely overrun Costa Rica, I think that Germany's going to be able to do the same thing uh, here against them tomorrow. Well, if you're betting at Carver, you can't bet 900. You got to figure out what to do. And I'll tell you no. one thing about the Costa Ricans: no. after that first game, they've been known to play defensive football. That's what they do. They love a nil-nil tie. So, and the, the longer the game progresses, and the Germans, if they don't score, it is going to get ridiculous. They're going to get stressed out, maybe freak out. That draw at almost 10 to 1 looks pretty damn juicy to me. I can sick my teeth into that. I think I'm going to do the same thing I did with the Spain-Costa Rica match. I'm going to lay the two and a half goals. 
uh, with Germany. I'm going to try to and, and hope that yep. they're coming out uh, with, to lay the hammer because they might need some goal differential as well. Uh, if Spain and Japan draw, they might need some goal differential uh, to help put themselves through as well. Spain and Japan is the other match. Minus 250 for Spain. Japan now at plus 725. They, of course, have a shock win already in this group, beating Germany plus 380 for the draw. I think Spain find a way. I think this is the kind of game, Cam, Spain gets a goal, maybe two, and they put this game in the cupboard, uh, and they're done with it, and they don't even Yeah, Spain can't be screwing around. These guys are a soccer world power. I don't know what the parlay is with minus 250 with Germany, whatever. It's probably not there yet. Maybe you could add a Buffalo Bill, try to get it down, Carver, if you want to do a super parlay. Hey, it's Thursday, buddy. Your Bills are playing, too. Start it with a couple soccer favorites and throw Buffalo in there against New England. Now we're now we're talking, but hey, J- Japan's a gritty club. It's not going to be easy for Spain. But remember, all the pressures on these big countries now, Germany and Spain, they better score early or the noose can tighten. That's the danger of soccer. Here we go, Cam. The Super Thursday parlay. Croatia, yep. Spain, Bill's money line against the Patriots. There you go. The three-legger for Thursday across uh, basically 14 hours of the day uh, right yes. there. If you want to have action on all three of Approved. them, uh, that's how we, <laughs> we can spread it out. Um, we saw the odds to qualify uh, here before. Spain, of course, have a heavy advantage here uh, going into tomorrow with the odds to qualify. What is that, Cam? 50,000? Uh, I think that's yeah, so minus 500,000 for Spain. Okay, yeah. You know what? <laughs> I want to put $500 down, Carver, and your your change? One. Oh, thank you, sir. I'll have my uh, $1 Germany. back. <laughs> Germany. Prime Minister, can I get a loony? Can I get a toonie? Japan. That's nuts. <laughs> plus, <laughs> plus 400 as well. Uh, and Costa Rica plus 800. Uh, you know, I Japan plus 400. If you're right and Germany screws around uh, with Costa Rica, that that might not be bad either uh, tomorrow if you wanted to stab that 400 with Japan, depending. I think Ger- Costa Rica is not good. I have no idea how no. they beat Japan. That game was at 5 in the morning, Cam. I didn't see. I have no idea how they got a result in that game, especially with the way Japan played against Germany. Uh, all right, Pharrell, coast to coast. We will come back. Lion share time, NFL Futures Wednesday on the Lion Share, our weekly look at where all the awards, the divisions, etc., etc., stand. We come back with that next on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. If you travel, you know when it comes to love. See you soon. Can't wait. The sky is no limit. You know with your Delta Amex card, being oceans apart means meeting in Aruba. And booking a war travel with your card means saving 15% on Delta flights. You know kissing under the bridge of size guarantees eternal love. Because you're the long-distance lovebirds. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Takeoff 15, discount not applicable to partner-operated flights or taxes and fees. Terms apply. Visit go.amex slash you know. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hunt or be hunted. Know your prey. This is a whole new jungle. This is The Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. And we are back. Frail Coast to Coast on a Wednesday here. Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio, Carver High, Cam Stewart. In for Scotty, it is time for the Lion's Share. Brought to you by BetMGM. It is NFL Futures Wednesday. Before we get going there, though, Cam, I have to yep. tell you that you could get a risk-free wager of up to $1,000 BetMGM when you use the promo code Coast to Coast. That's right. Coast, the number two, Coast. Risk-free bet, bet up to 1000 Make it happen. Uh, plenty of things to dabble in uh, if you so choose. Uh, here going forward. All right, Cam, every week, me and Scott on Wednesday take a look uh, throughout the NFL season at the updated futures card. Awards, divisions, Super Bowl, the whole shebang. Let's get going here, Cam. We will start with the Super Bowl odds heading into week 13 of the NFL season. And for the first time, Cam, I think all year, the Bills are not on top. Uh, the Chiefs have overtaken Buffalo as the favorite at BetMGM. Yep. Four to one, plus 400. Bills now the second choice at plus 450. Eagles and Niners at six to one. Cowboys at nine to one. Of course, you have a few others further down the board, Cam. Dolphins are 12. Ravens are 18. Bengals are 18. Vikings are 18, etc. Anybody you like. I'm going to tell you, Carver, we're kind of cut from the same cloth of value, but it just pains me to say as you as a Bills fan, but the best value I see on the board is probably the Miami Dolphins. The way they're playing, the number you're getting with them. And I, even though I like the Niners at six, I think the Cowboys at nine offer something. Uh, no offense to the Bills. They shouldn't be at that price. It's ridiculous. But, uh, you know, I, I hope they do well. And you and you and Gabe will both say that as Bills fans at the network here. It's just – and I don't believe in the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are overrated this year, and I think they could be had. So I would look at Cowboys and Dolphins if you're looking for a little bit more. I think the Bills have been overpriced pretty much all year long, Cam. Mm -hmm. I haven't been I haven't been afraid to say it. I don't think that they should have been the favorite uh, right out of the gate. Uh, I, I definitely don't think they should be anywhere close to being the favorites now uh, with Allen's arm basically at 65% or what it seems like yep. it's at 65%. So uh, I think they got all kinds of problems. Let's do some divisions. We'll start in the NFC South where, as we know, it's a mess. The Bucks are in front right now. They're five and six. The Falcons are five and seven. The Saints and the Panthers each have four wins. Bucks are minus three fifty. Falcons seven to one. Saints eight to one. And the Panthers are sixteen to one. I think me and you talked about this on Monday. Panthers are playing the best, maybe playing the best football yep. the last game and a half. And that's really what we're looking at right now. They got Darnold at quarterback now. They still have a game with the Bucks. Why not, Cam? For for a team that's a game and a half out of first. Give me that fat 16 to 1. 
I love you, Carver. Know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my famous Ginsu and chop it right in half. I want the bottom two teams. If the Saints can find a way to get a damn quarterback, somebody else other than Andy Dalton, with that defense, eight and the Panthers, I'll take that unit, I'll chop it in half, and I'm with you. Go Cats. Love that Panthers price at 16. You want the Bucks at minus 350, you can have them. I don't, even you though they'll can, probably win. You can have them, is right. Uh, the <laughs> Yes, the NFC East, we still have been putting on the board because, yes, the Eagles only have one loss. But, I mean, the Cowboys are still right there behind them, and they still play them in Dallas in a couple weeks. Eagles minus 400 at this point. Cowboys are 3-1. to one. Uh, The Giants and the Commanders, despite being in playoff spots right now, Cam, uh, way down the board as they should be. Here's the thing. You said the Cowboys. I remember that Eagles game. The Eagles got off to a big lead, and then Dallas came back and fell short. You know what? Cowboys are worth a little sprinkle at 3-1. to one. That's the thing about this stuff, Carver. We don't have to go nuts, but I'm not saying the Panthers, Saints, and Eagles, but we're like plus money. One of these could hit. That's the thing, and then you could be in good shape, right? So I, I look at the Cowboys as a very dangerous football team with that defense. They look very, very good the last few weeks. Uh, they certainly do, and they will have another opportunity to at least gain one more game on the Eagles in the coming weeks. AFC side, we've put the East back on the board a few weeks ago when the Bills started to struggle. They are still the favorites. They're tied with the Dolphins at 8-3 and three right now. Dolphins currently have tiebreaker. They beat them in Miami. They play in Buffalo in three weeks. Bills are still minus 225. The Fish are plus 250. Jets have seven wins. They're a game out, and they're 12-1. to one. The Patriots with six wins, 30-1 to one in the AFC East. Love the way the Jets are playing, but, uh, you know, I feel, I'd actually kind of feel even better, like, with our Panther bet, as crazy as that sound. The Dolphins, I like the Bills, Carver. I just don't like the price because I actually think San Francisco beats Miami yeah. today and they'll gain a game, and I think Buffalo will beat New England, but that price on Miami looks pretty damn good at plus 250. Look, th- this thing really has a chance to swing, Cam, uh, this division in the next three weeks. You've got Miami on the road. Like we said earlier, San Fran, Chargers at SoFi, into Buffalo. The Bills have the Patriots. They have the Jets at home. Then they have Miami coming to them. You know, even before they play the Dolphin game, there's a chance that the Bills have a one or a two game lead on Miami before they even come to visit them, uh, depending yep. on what happens. Mike, here. I think Miami uh, loses so two out of three there. Would you agree? I think they lose two out of those three games. I, I, they could lose all three. I agree with you. I, I think they could – I think two out of three because the Chargers, they always charge her in a big yeah. spot. So that's why I never, I never want – you know, I think they win the Charger game. But if they lost two out of three, including the one in Buffalo, that's going to hurt that one big tiebreaker advantage they have right now. Bills, there's a reason why they're still minus 225. And the AFC North is the other one I got. Ravens and Bengals now tied. Ravens beat them earlier this year in Baltimore. They still play in Cincinnati. Minus 250 for the Ravens, plus 210 for the Bengals. This is another one we talked about on Monday. Give me the plus 210 with the Bengals, Cam. I'm not screwing around on this one, Carver. I thought we talked about like joking around with Carolina, little sprinkles. This is like actually like let's bet. I will take the Bengals at plus 210 and put money on this for, for real, like real money, not pizza money. I, I, I don't believe in the Ravens. I, I think the Bengals are getting better all the time, and I think the Bengals beat the Chiefs this week. Sorry, LTN. I know you're our friends, but wow. I think the Bengals find a way. They're only plus two. I think they win the game outright. Give me Cincinnati, please. 
that would be massive uh, for the Bills, too, if they were able to get the, another Chief loss up there and get them back even uh, with the tiebreaker over them. That would be big. I'm a big Bengal fan on Sunday. We love those yes. cats, Cam, like you said. All those cat teams <laughs> always come through for us uh, every yes. single week. Uh, odds to win the MVP. Mahomes has gone to minus money. He's minus 140. Jalen Hurts plus 325. Tua at 5-1. Josh Allen, who was the favorite for a while now at 10 to 1, Burrow 18 to 1. Can anybody uh, overtake Mahomes? Popularity contest, but I'd go with Hertz at plus 325, the way what Philadelphia is doing. Maybe Kansas City stumbles down. Uh, I don't know about Allen. Tua, as we talked about, I would like that price carver, but I think they're going to lose a couple games coming up, and that'll hurt his chances. So I like Hertz at plus 325. Yeah, I think like we say, two are losing a couple of games. I think that they have to not only win the division, but maybe even be the one seed. Like I know I'm with you. I think the Chiefs are a little overrated, but Mahomes is so damn good every week. He is. I mean, he he's is. so good every week, and it just feels like the kind of year where he you got to give him the award. Defensive player, according to the board, this is over. Cam, I might have to eliminate this the next few weeks for me and Scotty. Parsons yes. now minus fourteen hundred. To win defensive player of the year, they've got Bosa. Judon's been excellent. Chris Jones, Max Crosby. Uh, hard to overcome minus 1,400 with five or six games to play. That number tells me there's liability, too. Even if Bosa can get momentum, it's probably not going to happen. I would bet Bosa, but probably just throwing your money away. Uh, this one I do think is more wide open. Coach of the year. We have a minus money favorite with Sirianni at minus 130. McDaniel plus 450. Salah 5 to 1. O'Connell plus 550. Dable has slipped because the Giants have lost some games 16 to 1. Carroll has slipped as well to 25 to 1. I like giving this cam to a guy that took a team that everybody thought was going to suck yes. and to the playoffs. That's not Nick Sirianni. I know they've got one loss. Maybe they'll lose another game or two. This for me is Salah. This is Dable. Yes. This is Carroll. Yes. And, I, and I feel those are the guys, especially if the Seahawks can find a way here to make the play. The Seahawks, for me, they had a five-and-a-half win total, Cam. And they make the playoffs, possibly? That's a, one of the best jobs Pete Carroll's ever done. You give me 25-1? to one? Come on. And we got the Rams. Got the Rams this week. Eight-point favorites here. I think Twice. Seattle's got to take care of business. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> give, me, give me Salah. And the Jets. You think that the Seattle story is Them great? Too. So is Him the New too. York Jets story. These guys deserve some love. This team was supposed to be a trash can team, and they've done good. Let's give them credit, too. And they lost Brees Hall. So I like Salah plus 450. Uh, I'm with you, Cam. I, I think that it should go to one of those guys. This one I also think has some juice uh, for a few of the guys who are still in plus money. Now, they have Kenneth Walker at minus 190. He's been mm -hmm. real good, Cam. He has. He's been piling up touchdowns. He hasn't really been piling up the yards, though, the last few weeks. He is scoring, but the numbers aren't popping off. Olave's 5-1. to one. He's in trouble because Dalton's awful. But if Garrett Wilson's going to have Mike White playing quarterback every week and throwing him the ball all day long with 100 yards and two touchdowns, mm -hmm. he does that over the next few weeks, he's live at 6-1. to one. And so is Watson, who's That's got it. six touchdowns in the last three weeks. A lot of times, Cam, this is recency. Like, even though Watson did absolutely nothing the first seven weeks of the season, eight weeks, whatever it is, he continues to play this well down the stretch no matter who the quarterback is in Green Bay. They'll give him the I award, agree. especially if Walker's not piling up yards. There's, this is open for, for a few guys. 
Yeah, I think you got to sprinkle on Wilson and Watson. We're reading each other's mail, buddy. I love Kenneth Walker, though, and I, I just regret not getting him at the start of the year. That was stupid. I had too many other bets going on. Carver, you know me. Stupid golf and other sports. I'm a degenerate. And I, I, <laughs> I probably ran out of money. <laughs> uh, I, I don't need the board for the defensive rookie. It's going to be Sauce Gardner. He's minus 300. Yeah. Nobody's going to get him in that one. Uh, Cam, there we go. The Lion's Share brought to you by BetMGM. We will come back coast to coast. Tim Graham, the athletic in Buffalo Bills, pass tomorrow night. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh... <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. Carver High in for Scotty right here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Good to have you with us here. Now we go to Buffalo. That is right. And Scotty's out. So if Scotty's out and he's going to take the week off, I'm going to talk about the Bills. We've got Bills, Patriots, Thursday night football. We start week 13 with a good one. And the best in the biz is, of course, Tim Graham from The Athletic in Buffalo. Hi, Tim. Good to see you, buddy. Michael, thanks for telling lies and having me on. <laughs> Come on. we Listen, this is great. We're coming down the stretch run. Uh, I will say, though, Tim, I'm a little concerned uh, about the last few weeks, despite the Bills winning some of these games. I'm concerned about Josh Allen's arm. I'm concerned about a few. But let's start with tomorrow night. Into Foxborough against the Patriots, a team that last year – in the final two games, forget the dopey wind game where McDermott didn't figure out till halftime that Josh could throw the ball through the 50-mile-an-hour wins. Let's talk about the games, the other two, where they didn't punt in either of those games. I'm anticipating that Belichick's going to have a little better plan for Josh Allen tomorrow night, Tim. And I think that we can say that the Bills probably aren't going to have as good of a plan uh, for Bill Belichick based on what we've seen. Uh, it's... Uh, that the way the bills were playing at the end of last season um it was a pick your poison type 
situation for any defense. And Josh Allen, if he couldn't get it to Stephon Diggs, well, he was going to get it to Dawson Knox. He was going to get it to Gabriel Davis. He was going to get it to Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, if he needed him in a pinch. Those things aren't happening the past few weeks. It's pretty much Stephon Diggs in the passing game or nothing, and they've come to rely on their rushing attack a little bit more. And I guess I should use finger quotes around the word attack uh, because it's pretty good, but it hasn't been great and not exactly a security blanket when things aren't going well, namely with with Josh Allen and his his elbow, which has given him some problems still, even though he's not on the injury report this week. But um, he's clearly playing hurt, and it's something that Tony Romo was certainly emphasizing, and I think that that's one of those uh, situations where uh, you learn something in the broadcast meetings. You know, those national broadcast meetings, they get access and they get insights that uh, us regular scrub journalists don't get. Uh, but uh, Tony Romo was really going hard on that injury. I asked Josh Allen about it after the game in Detroit on Thanksgiving, and he didn't deny it. But then, lo and behold, two days later, he's not on the injury report anymore. So I think the Bills are trying to maybe play a little gamesmanship there. I don't know. But uh, yeah. those Gabriel Davis hasn't emerged like you wanted him to. I'm saying you as a Bills fan. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie hasn't emerged consistently like you'd want him to. Uh, and so Josh Allen just isn't playing lights out, undeniable, relentless uh, quarterback like he was when the Patriots faced him at the end of last season. Uh, no, he is not. And let me get to him right now, Tim, because I know that we all point to that play at the end of the Jet game where he was hit on his arm, second to last, third to last play uh, before uncorking that bomb that Dave Davis didn't catch. And you're right about Davis. He makes a couple of great plays, but it seems like he drops a lot of the easy ones. And that seems to be the biggest problem with him being the number two guy. Didn't it feel and Stephon like Stephon Diggs was is even dropping wrong? some? He is. You're right, Tim. He's, Which he's is very uncharacteristic of, of him. No question about it. And he's had a lot of chats with McDermott on the sideline the last couple of weeks, too which has been kind of strange. What do you take of that? I know I jump around. What do you take of that? No, no, no. Him having those chats with Diggs in the middle of the game. I think that's an important thing of what's going on with the Bills right now, and it's not necessarily a Stephon Diggs problem. It's it's uh, it's reflect uh, it reflects how I don't want to say poor, but it it how troubling the passing game has been for a few weeks. And yes, it, it, that was the Browns game where everybody the, the cameras caught him on the sideline having a little bit of a meltdown that Sean McDermott had to bring him back from, and then after the game. Uh, in Detroit on Thanksgiving. So this is over the span of two games. And I should have made this more of an emphasis in my column th than I did because I had time to kind of digest it a little bit. He said some pretty significant things in his post-game news conference in which he talked about how he's concerned for Josh Allen's body language. Uh, he talked about not being as sharp in the passing game, not Josh Allen, the entire uh, pass offense not being as sharp as they should be and as he's used to them being. And it's because the the offense is getting more balanced with the run game. He wasn't saying it in a critical way. He was kind of saying it in a matter-of-fact way. And I think it's the way he delivered uh, those phrases um, that I guess I did. my radar didn't quite pick it up. It was subtle. It wasn't like he was demanding a trade out of Minnesota because Dalvin Cook's getting too many touches. It was, we need to get a little bit more momentum going in the passing game um, because it's not as sharp as it used to be. And I think that that is telling of his frustration uh, and uh, a guy who knows, a guy who knows that behind the scenes, things are getting a little sloppy, and he wanted to make sure to say something about it. 
And really, Tim, as I was trying to circle to it there, like everybody looks at the moment he got hit in the Jet game. For me, the moment when all of this started, Josh not playing well, the offense, the pass game out of sync, Josh making some mistakes with red zone interceptions, started since halftime of the Packer game. That's honestly the mark for me. It's not the end of the Jet game. He made mistakes in that game. The week, you know, the... It just feels like it started before that, coming out of the bye. First half of Green Bay, they looked like the Bills we saw all year, the Bills we saw in the playoffs last year. Something happened in the second half of that Packer game, and it's kind of just filtered through all these games, even though they've won a couple of them. I think it's a little bit of, well, bad timing with the elbow injury, but I think he was having a little confidence uh, issue uh, because of the way that Green Bay game ended. Um, the, and the reasons that he's been making mistakes have been there's been a variety to that. At the end of that Green Bay game, the Bills were winning that game going away. They were in cruise control. All they had to do is lock it down. They get down into the red zone. And Josh Allen, because there had been a lot of talking going back and forth between Stephon Diggs and the Packers secondary. Um, this was classic Josh Allen. And it's the type of thing that Bills fans love about him most. He was going to jam it right down or I should say right up, uh, the Packers' defensive backs, you know what? And he was going to show them who's boss. Well, instead of running the ball, burning the clock, locking down the win, he throws a couple of interceptions. And it got to be a little wayward there. Then the Jets had him further frustrated throughout that game. He injures his elbow at the very end of it, as you've mentioned. So that's, that's six quarters, really, without being injured, in which he didn't play well. Then he got injured, and then it's been trying to slowly get over the injury plus whatever's happening between his ears, uh, and that's the type of thing that we didn't see uh, through the first eight weeks or whatever it was up until the bye and what we saw out of Kansas City uh, at, at Arrowhead Stadium with that big win that the Bills had right before the bye. That was the Josh Allen that we had seen last season that Bill Belichick would doesn't want to see on Thursday night. Um, and then all of a sudden, it just it just got sideways on him, and I think he's been dealing with a little bit of a crisis of confidence. And his his swagger, uh, for lack of a better word, is one of his greatest weapons. You take that away from him, and he's not the same quarterback. Um, that is that is a big trait of his. It's not just that he's, you know, uh, it, it's just a, a byproduct of him being a really good player. I think that swagger is what makes him uh, an elite NFL quarterback. Do you think that they maybe should have just going into that Viking game after the Jet game just said, you know what, we're having a good year. We're in pretty good position. Our division games are down the road. We have a couple NFC games the next few weeks. Why don't we sit Josh down, let him get healthy, let Keenum play. That's why we traded for a more comparable backup in case a situation like this comes up. I mean, we have Dr. David Chow on every Friday here with injuries, and he's like, you can't win the Super Bowl in November, but you can lose it. And I just feel like that that's kind of gotten to that point with confidence and with his arm that they maybe should just let him sit for two or three weeks. They're still scoring points. You know, that's the that's the thing yeah. about it. They're still scoring 30 points a game. Um, but it's that it, he also needs to be a hero like he did in Detroit late in the game because things are a little squirrely for two, three quarters. Uh, he had a really bad stretch from the second quarter into the fourth quarter uh, on Thanksgiving. And uh, he, he needed to be a hero at the end of the game to pull it out against the Lions. Uh, but yeah. they are, they're finding ways to get it done. And it, 
but you're right. If if Bill Belichick can figure out a way to further frustrate Josh Allen, then that makes it tougher going into the Jets after that, and then the Dolphins, two teams that have already beaten the Bills. They're at Chicago. Uh, you don't know what's going to happen on the quarterback side there, but then they finish with at Cincinnati and the Patriots again in the regular season finale. This is not going to be cruise control uh, through December and into January for the Bills, when everybody thought that it probably would be. One of the safest bets on the board heading yep. into this season were the Bills to win the AFC East, and they're now 0-2 and facing the Patriots for – and that's – I mean, real quick, you would want to have played Bill Belichick's Patriots earlier in the season. Bill Belichick knows his team now. There are these these Patriots yep. post-Brady have these weird stretches where they really don't know what they are. They're figuring themselves out. Matt Patricia is the play caller, blah, blah, blah. In December, they know what they are better than anybody, and they know what you are probably, maybe even better than you sometimes uh, as an opponent. So yeah. getting the Patriots not until December and then again in January is is uh, not not ideal. Look, I, they were up until this week, they've been the favorite to win the Super Bowl. This is the first week where Kansas City finally passed them on the odds boards, and rightfully so. Because they still have that hurdle, Tim. That they had it in their hands again to maybe have them come to Orchard Park in January for once instead of having to go to Arrowhead. The Chiefs have a just aside from this week against Cincinnati. I mean, they got the Broncos twice, the Texans. They're going to go to Arrowhead again in January. Will they get it done this time? I think they still win the division. Dolphins tough stretch here. They got three road games in a row: San Francisco, Chargers in LA, and then to Buffalo to play the Bills. I think the Bills win the division, Tim, but. I think it's right that the Chiefs are now favored over them. I agree. They have the clearest shot at the top seed because they're playing in that really disappointing AFC West that everybody thought was going to be the gauntlet of the entire NFL heading into the season, especially with the Russell Wilson trade, the Raiders being presumably better. But the the AFC West has fallen apart, and the Chiefs are standing there by themselves. Meanwhile, the AFC East, which was supposed to be the cakewalk, Everybody has a winning record. The Dolphins are way better than anybody anticipated, especially with their owner being suspended of all things and the lawsuit and and a team that wanted to move on from Tua Tagovailoa. They wanted Deshaun Watson. They were looking for ways to move on. Now here the guy is, an MVP candidate, uh, and the Jets. I mean, I, the Jets, what was their, their, their win total going into the season? I think yeah. their over-under was four five, and a half. Five and a half. Yeah, four and a half, five and a half, five and okay. a half, right in that area, depending on when you got it. Uh, and they've been there. Uh, one minute left to go with you here, Tim. Von Miller now hurt as well. Here's my thing with Von. They brought him here for one reason, and that's to make big plays in January and at the Super Bowl. I know he was on his podcast last night talking about next week against the Jets. Put him in the bubble wrap, Tim. I don't want to see Von until January. Put him in the bubble wrap. Well, one of the things that they've said that Von Miller brings to this team is the 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 not the stuff that's not on the field, the way that he's brought along these other young pass rushers. Well, here's their chance to see what Von Miller has taught them about getting ready for game day, about preparing uh, Monday through Thursday, all that stuff, um, getting ready uh, an extra year of, of so Boogie Basham, uh, AJ Epinesa, yeah. Russo, they got to step up. And he's done a good job with him. Tim, tremendous stuff, my man. Thank you so much for joining us. Enjoy it tomorrow night, and we'll talk to you again during the playoffs. Party. Thank you. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Every day. 
our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Wednesday. It is time for this day in Carver High history. Here we go. 1956, Floyd Patterson becomes the youngest world heavyweight champ. Fifth round knockout of Archie Moore. 76, Tony Dorsett wins the Heisman. That's when the Heisman mattered. 1979, Sugar Ray Leonard wins the WBC welterweight title. 15th round knockout, Wilfred uh, Benitez. 87, we told you earlier it was Bo Jackson's 60th birthday. On this day in 87, his fifth NFL game, the famous tunnel run. Here we go, 91 yards. Third down and six at the nine. Stop yep. the Tacoma. Nobody catches Bo. I always love that one. 1990, Larry Bird scores his 20,000th career point. Fifth player in league history to do that. 91, San Diego State's Marshall Falk. First freshman to capture the national rushing and scoring titles. 96, Jordan becomes the 10th player in NBA history to reach 25,000 points. He dropped 35 against the Spurs. 2005, the Bruins trade Jumbo Joe to the Sharks. Bad news for Joe, uh, he still didn't win the cup there. Uh, bad job. Joe never brought the cup to San Jose. 2008, Keith Kachuk reaches 1,000 career points with a tying goal in the second period. 2012, David Stern finds the Spurs 25,000 for not bringing Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, and all their other stars to Miami for the final game of a road trip. Uh, that was like the invention uh, of all these guys sitting out all the time. The load management started by Popovich back then. 2015, Kobe Bryant announces his intention to retire. At the end of the year, 2016, MLB owners and players agree on a new five-year CBA. We have another hour to go, coast to coast. Tonight's NBA, tonight's NHL. Mike DeCourcy, Captain Kurtz. A lot to do for El Coast to Coast. Rolls on after this. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.